Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Mason Dixon, joined once again by Corey the Bayou Benders, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. guys we are back again for another episode of Habs Nightly um excited to be back have some things to talk about this week um I think we're kind of just gonna skim through some quick updates and get onto those topics but before we get to that Corey how have you been buddy I'm doing okay uh we tried to record earlier this week it but it happens but we're still trying to get content out to y'all I'm doing okay um it's starting to rain a little bit down here which is something that we missed entirely for like all of summer all of hurricane season it barely rain it's starting to rain a little bit which is nice because it's starting to cool down and because we're in quote unquote like summer fall um it's not like when it rains it's not just being stupid 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 humid it's just like staying like a cool temperature and it's really nice uh i think our cool temperature right now mason uh is around 60 like uh low 60s to 70 degrees and it's very nice yeah that, that sounds fucking beautiful it's been pissing snow all day so <laughs> uh yeah i can only imagine the warm weather must must must, must be nice in december um it is, it is. It's, it's when people actually yeah. like some people think they oh it's time to hunker down no it's like activity time honestly it's like bearable outside at all hours it's real it's really nice mm-hmm. well i'm talking about what's bearable um <laughs> let's get into have some halves hockey because uh i just want to talk about what what's been unbearable and we can kind of finish on a happy note uh alex newhook went down the oh other night uh, first going down off an awkward fall um, and then returning only to get injured again. Now, I don't think we've been told what the injury is. We haven't really received any update, but the indication here is that he left the game early and the Habs just recalled Mitchell Stevens, a center, a centerman from the Laval Rockets. So it seems like Alex Newhook's probably 
probably going to be out here. Yeah, and it, it's really unfortunate. Um, it's kind of scary, considering um, I didn't catch the the beginning of the the beginning part of the first. Um, and I feel like that happened sometime in there because I don't remember seeing him get injured, other than seeing the um the recap of that first one where it looked like he fucked his knee up. Um, Jesus Christ, I don't know how they're they're not like doing a little bit more work on him and saying maybe you shouldn't get back in this game. Granted, um, he came back, he looked pretty good, but unfortunately, just gets when his foot gets stuck in the net. I believe the second time and um, he couldn't even put weight on it. Terrifying. I hate it. I'm gutted for him. Um, Looked fantastic. He looked, he was having a good season so far. Uh, Was enjoying it, but yeah, no update that I'm, I'm checking right now. I don't see any updates on him, but with Mitchell Stevens coming up, you know, we kind of can start putting the pieces together. Yeah, absolutely. And it, Newhook was heating up there too. His last few games, he scored a bunch of goals, mm-hmm. um, like off wrist shots too, like nice goals, and uh, kind of having some good little chemistry with Suzuki there. Just got promoted to the top power play too. Uh, they finally, we finally got Anderson off, and then got him right back on the top unit because <laughs> yeah, got hurt. There's and you two know, tragedies in one night there. Um, um New Newey was was actually like you know we we had a couple of like doldrum moments lately, and Newey was some of the most refreshing refreshing guys on the team to watch, and was able to he was still productive offensively for us, uh, despite like you know Caulfield's woes. And, you know, trying to get Josh Anderson woken up. But um, I really, I really hate to see him go. And he's he's going to be missed by the little bit of offense we do have. Uh, him and Brendan Gallagher's chemistry was really good. I say him with Suzuki as well. So, Yeah, no, it's a shame uh, as he was getting, getting going there, kind of starting to fire on all cylinders. Uh, he gets put out of the lineup so hopefully he's back soon this is just the Habs are cursed man like so much for the new staff being <laughs> what was gonna help us like mm-hmm. we're just we cannot catch a fucking break and let me tell you the refs don't help anything when they're as terrible on both ends of the ice the refs as been tough were oh no my that Florida Habs game uh, this isn't me saying that we got screwed by the refs because the refs were just fucking terrible like on both ends, it was, oh, it was just awful. Missing, there was a missed high stick that Gallagher threw. Some terrible hits, slashing, hooking calls, and then they'd call the light. It just, it made no fucking sense. It was brutal, just a brutal showing from Kevin Pollock. Um, and I'm not gonna say that injury happens because of the officiating. Uh, it was a weird play, but. I don't know. You, you wonder why guys go down to big hits and shit like that. And mm-hmm. the, the officiating's been, I don't know. I'm just finding ways to keep reefing on the officiating this season. It's It's been atrocious. I don't think we've talked about it enough, how fucking terrible it's been. The NHL is a fucking joke. Like, it should be embarrassed by the quality of its officials. It's brutal. When they talked about it, they kind of, like, hinted on it a little bit um, on the latest episode of Game Notes. Um, that the night before 
the Columbus game was the Florida Ottawa game. And it was like the most penalties so far this season with like well over a hundred. And then the following game is the Columbus Montreal game. And it's only like one penalty called it goes for a puck, you know, puck over the glass um, where it was like, they called for everything in the fight, the fight game against the brothers. They called nothing, the Canadians versus um, blue jackets. And then it went into the next game where um, they started calling things again, but were very absent-minded to a lot of blunders on both sides. It wasn't just we got fucked over. There was moments when, like you said, like we we should have been called on that, and it was just negligence by the fucking the refs and the linesmen. Um, and unfortunately, someone gets fucking hurt. I it's I don't say that that's due to it, but I mean, it's been tough this year. It's been tough this year. Yeah, it's it's not been a delight to watch uh, at all. Um, yeah, just fucking terrible. But moving past um, that, uh, there were some positives to take away from that Florida game. Although I don't, <laughs> I can't, I don't know if I'd say there were a lot, but <laughs> Offield scoring a 60th of his career. Um, yeah. That was nice. It was a nice goal too. That line, that Dvorak Caulfield Slaff line has continued to play really good. I thought they had another good game. As well, good I've had another fantastic uh opportunity too, just getting the puck fed to him right in, you know, as he's like and getting right in front of the goalie. Um almost put it away. He's just been looking great. Like that line is excelling. Um, they just need to find the back of the net a little bit more. Uh, but they are creating great offensive chances when the the team's kind of in a good rhythm. That's the thing they're they're getting looks, and that's what's important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, you want your first overall pick to be getting offensive opportunities, and there's too much talent and finishing ability on that line to kind of indicate to me that they won't start burying more pucks. Right. I I'm, I'm still. Excuse me, folks. Uh, I'm still putting uh, – I still have Coalfield starting at just about every game that I can just because I know that, like, sooner or later that line, we're getting, like, little surface ticks, but sooner or later we're going to hit the gold mine and they're just going to start fucking dummying uh, the stat boards for me. But, um, yeah, 60th, I think he's, like uh, – he's in, like – what was it? I, I, I should have kept it. It was like he's in like the top five uh Canadians fastest to, to get to 60 points or something like that. Uh 60 Yeah, points, he sorry. got he got up there pretty quickly. Yeah. So uh you know, for people that are still questioning it, he's he's a fantastic kid. Uh as long as we can keep him healthy. So I'm just gonna knock on everything in my room. Uh but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, any oh, any sorry, other uh, thought there? No, you're um, good. Oh fuck! What was I gonna say? Wow, that's rare. That's rare for me, <laughs> losing my train of thought on the podcast. Um, you're good. How about uh, Kovacevic's goal? Oh, 
Yeah, sorry, just remember what I was going to say. But yeah, Kovey uh, has been hot lately. Four mm-hmm. goals on the season. I believe that's more than he had, or just as much as he, many as he had all of last year. And he's done so in 22 games. It's been... He's been fun to watch. Uh, he's really I, I fun. I can't lie to you, though, Corey. I, I feel like his game has actually gotten worse as he's activated into the offense. We talk, we we, we kind of talked about that the last time. Yeah. Uh, because I think yeah, I had we, I said that it was great to see him paired up with Struble because it felt like now Kobe could you know uh, could join in a little bit more and then that's how we got to that subject. But uh, yet last year, well, seventy seven games, three goals, fifteen points. So yeah, well, how about Jaden Struble? Continues to impress. Got his first point. Um, was was it his first point on home ice? I believe so. Um, has looked solid like back there. I think he's actually looked really good. I think it's be- we're beginning to get to the point where you can say that Jane Struble has just <laughs> he's just made he's just changed the atmosphere of that back end for the prospects of the Habs because we've talked a lot over not just this season or last season but the last few seasons about how strong the depth is on that back end for the Habs Mm -hmm. and coming into this season and, you know, uh, even three weeks ago, we weren't talking about him and now we have to put him. (laughs) He's another person to add to it. We had, you had the difficult conversation of Caden Gooley, Jordan Harris, Arbor Jack guy, um, Justin Barron, Logan Mayu, Lane Hudson, David Reinbacker, Matthias Norlander. Norlander. And you have William Trudeau right there as well, right? Jesus. Now you're gonna add Jaden Struble. And <laughs> and you've got um oh I can't say his last name, that Russian kid in the KHL averaging the fifth most time on ice as a 20-year-old. Bogdan Koya Koya Varna, I can't I can't say his name, but he's better than I can phenomenal too. Another great like Oh my God! To be a young D in the Habs organization must be very stressful if your name's not Lane Hudson or Caden Gooley. Yeah, it must be terrifying. But also Those for us, the it's, only it's one terrifying who, who too. Be comfortable. It's terrifying too to be a fucking fan because you're like, it's like Uno cards. I know I only, you know, I I, I want to get down to one, but look at look at this great look at look what I have in front of me. Like I don't want to give up on this. You know, fuck, well, you, dude. I, here's the hope, and here's my hope. If James Struble can really challenge for a job, and we've got another piece that can be a legit NHL spot, you need to deal one of them. We've already said this. Before. Yeah, we got, we're going to have use, a fire sale. They should use this as area of strength while the value's hot, right? Mm-hmm. I love Arbor Jacki. I'd hurt to see him go, but do you do you consider trading Jacki while his value's high? Do you consider trading Struble now that he his value might look good? Or maybe you're looking at dealing a guy like Harris, Justin Barron or Jordan Harris. Jordan Harris especially hasn't really mm-hmm. gotten the opportunities I think that would benefit him. Or Justin Barron as his offense. Like there's a lot of avenues you can go. So that being I, said, I noticed I, think I noticed, we, Mason. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. No, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. I was just I'll gonna say, I think the only D um on that back end that are untouchable for Ken Hughes and Jeff Gordon are Caden Gooley, Lane Hudson, and Ryan Bacher. 
Okay. Realistically, they should be the only ones that are untouchable. Now, Caden Gooley, or sorry, Logan Mayu, I think by virtue of being Logan Mayu is also untouchable, but not in the sense of the Habs aren't willing to trade him. Mm. I just don't think that's a guy that's tradable, right? You look at everything he's gone through. He He's not a guy you can deal. I don't right. think teams would be willing to take the risk on that. But you have three guys that you absolutely do not want to deal. The rest of them are all, in my opinion, battling it out for spots. No, I, I completely agree. It's terrifying. Uh, but here's here's something that I wanted to ask you. I know he's 26, but why why isn't it Jonathan Kovacevic's name that gets brought up in potential trades? I mean, he gets great looks. He's always on the ice. It's, it's, it's no longer like I know prospects hold a better opportunity, one, because they're younger, um, and they they got that chance to really show themselves. But I feel like Jonathan Kovacevic always is playing uh, his lines. I mean, his role is never touched, but he should be a person that should be looked at as well. I don't know where you stand in that. I could be an idiot, but I feel like all he's doing is making himself look that much better as well for other organizations. I think that's an interesting point because... I know we have a lot of youth, forget, but I do think he's a age. great opportunity. He, yeah, like I do think people forget due to his age that Kovacevic mm-hmm. was a rookie last season. Um, right. But I do also think that it's a different scenario because Jonathan Kovacevic plays a veteran game because mm-hmm. when it comes to pro hockey, he is a veteran at this point. He's sure. not... Um, He's not how still you- learning how to play with men. He's been playing with men for a while. And he, I, to me he personally, I feel seasons. like he just fits in. Not, you know? not only does Jonathan Kovacevic have four seasons of AHL hockey under mm-hmm. his belt. He also has three seasons of college hockey under wow. his belt. And that prepares you a lot more to play in the NHL against men. Mm-hmm. and playing junior right you have to consider that for guys like uh justin Barron, or you want to maybe we'll look younger logan mayu this is his first season of pro hockey right it's struble it's his first season of pro hockey jonathan kovacevic also let's call a spade a spade does not have the offensive potential that the rest of these guys have i think he's a solid player he's going to be a solid bottom pairing guy, mm-hmm. maybe maybe a fourth defenseman if he improves his defensive metrics back to what they were last year. But he's never gonna be anything more. But I I agree. I think he's absolutely someone that the Habs should consider um shopping because he's six foot five, right shot defenseman who's mobile and. Teams will eat that up even if he couldn't mm-hmm. play hockey. So, yeah, I think absolutely Jonathan Kovacevic um, should be in that conversation as well. Nice. I I just really wanted your input on it. I felt like, you know, he's not going to be that piece that puts you over, but he's a depth player that can be, you know, at times show like a flash in the 
he show he shows flashes that he could be utilized more. I'm not going to say Arturi Lekkinen is a less of a player. I tremendous guy, but was definitely brought in as depth for Colorado, and then just you know he was showing signs of what we all knew he was capable of before he left. But when he got there, he continued that. I feel like Jonathan Kovacevic. Um, definitely could be moved to a team that just needs a little bit more on the back end and would be surprised at what he's actually capable of when he's, you know, showing his true game. But no, absolutely. I think that's a great point. And, um, you know, speaking of another 26 year old, um, Habs, Habs <laughs> player that's, um, He's 27 now, but... Is he 27 now? (laughs) Yeah, he just turned 27. Um, Yeah, we just signed a new contract today. But before we get into that, I believe we have a message from our friends at DraftKings. We do, you guys. Uh, Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Let's see what we got for tomorrow. This episode, I'm sure, knowing me, I would love to get it out tomorrow. So that's what I'm going to do. So uh, let's look at the Saturday games. Let's see if there's anything interesting. You got uh, Dallas. Dallas versus the Lightning. The uh, the over is six. It's not not too bad at minus one twenty two. Uh, I've been I've been playing the overs lately, Mason. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, let's look for another high scoring game. Uh, Boston Toronto. Um, both teams have kind of been a little lemony, but I feel like against each other. We could get over six goals. That's at minus 120. I'd like to see that one. Uh, What else we got? You know, honestly, St. Louis versus Arizona. Both teams have been crazy. It's over 6.5. We already know they're going to be scoring a lot in that game. Uh, I don't think I'll put some money down on that. It's only a minus 105, but definitely a game to keep your eyes on. Uh, The Canucks versus the Flames, if you just want easy money. I can't say who to pick. Forgot about that. Anyway, <laughs> download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www. 800 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in New York call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario Bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance. CDKNG.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. Let's go. Um, Yeah, I forgot a while back. They were like, we do not want y'all telling people what they should do with their money. Uh, But those are fun games to take a look at. Uh, I feel betting wise, you bet what you want. Uh, But I've been playing the overs lately, Mason. (laughs) 
I've uh, I've taken a little backseat to the gambling. You, as you should, as you should, as you should. You sixteen parlay making man. However, uh, it, it appears that uh, the Habs are willing to gamble on Sam Montembeau. Uh, Three year contract, three point one five million, and if this tells me anything, it tells me not that the Habs think Sam Montembeau is the goalie of the of the future. It tells me one, they're willing to give him a shot. But it tells me they believe in him enough that he's just won the job from Jake Allen. Yes. And the three goalies, he's going to be, he will be staying. Mm-hmm. So it's up in the air now. I do not think the Habs go many more weeks with Jake Allen and Caden Primo both on the roster after seeing this. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think if, you know, Edmonton had three scouts at uh, the last two Habs games watching goalies. Mm-hmm. This doesn't mean Monty couldn't get dealt. Kent Hughes is an idiot if he doesn't consider anything. But I think it's probably fairly safe to say that Monty has secured himself a position on this team. And if I'm if I'm Edmonton, I probably want to go with the the guy that's made it to a cup final anyway with Jake Allen. Mm-hmm. So. I'm very interested to watch uh, the coming the coming weeks, days, and hopefully, hopefully the Habs can take advantage of a surging Edmonton Oilers team. Like it, we want the Edmonton Oilers to be playing good here because, and they have been. If they're playing good, then they're they're looking to then they're looking like better. they got a shot, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they have so. to grab something. I like the move. I really do. I think uh, three point five, fantastic. At three years, if we keep them perfect, 3. because 3.15, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, 3.5. <laughs> 3.15 is fantastic at three years. Um, it gives it gives the Canadians a bit of a cushion. It allows them, um, if we keep them, a chance for him to, you know, not take the reins, but take potentially the 1A position, which either moves Primo or Allen. I believe Allen. Um, I'm still... Still very confident in Primo. He has looked good. I felt like the team really was just dead after the Columbus game. Um, there was a goal, I think the third goal in the Florida game that was just straight up on Primo for being too far out, out in front. But that being said, um, I'd like to see that they're giving him the opportunity. They have the confidence in him. Um, if he does stay, it gives us three years to to find uh the next the next big thing. Um, and we know that we have some competence in net that potentially, you know, if he keeps playing this well, he's already signed to something. We have something else coming in. He could be moved in the future. Uh, well, vice versa. Oh, we signed him for this. It's a good fucking deal. He plays good. We had, like you just said, we had Edmonton in the stands taking a look at him. He played uh, in the Columbus game. He stopped 26 out of 28 at a .929. He had a fantastic uh a couple of fantastic looks in that game. Um, I think it's a win-win either way. We signed him for very cheap. Well, very, very doable for us. We have consistency. We can either move him and we, we know we have, we know what we have an Allen and Primo or we keep him. We move Allen or Primo and we still feel comfortable where we are. We're having good opportunities, but, uh, as we want with this organization, we want outstanding performances, not necessarily wins. So it works in our favor. 
Absolutely. And I think uh, another facet of this signing, um, the Habs look to have, and, you know, we've been burned off the route before. Primo is looking better, but I think a lot of us thought that uh, <laughs> he was going to be the guy coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Over the Habs have a goalie, absolutely tearing up college hockey right now. Jacob Fowler. Yeah. All 14 <laughs> yeah. for Boston College with a nine. Oh, excuse me, a nine three one. One point nine eight goals against average. Eleven wins, two losses. He's been going off. Um, in three years, he'll be twenty two. 23 or no he'll be 22 sorry um look I, I wouldn't be shocked if the thought process is maybe monty holds the reins until fowler gets here if the habs really think he's the man it remains mm-hmm. to be seen right but he looks like a good goalie and uh i think this is kind of a little bit it's absolutely a calculated um play from hugo here um you've got he's- monty who ideally grows into the starting goal you want if you're Ken Hughes and Jeff Gordon. And if he doesn't, but he's just solid enough, he he holds on and provides adequate goaltending until the future of your crease gets here. So I like the move. I think it's unfortunate that I know a lot of fans are pointing out, well, the Habs are, you know, we're going to lose out. We lost out on the first overall pick because of goaltending. Yeah, we did. We did lose out on the first overall pick because of goaltending, but worst team in the league didn't win the lottery anyway. Yes, True. we we lost out on a really good player because of our goaltending. I, I can't deny that. I agree with you guys. We should have traded a goalie last year. And it's hurting us again this year. But the reality of the situation is Kent Hughes and Jeff Gordon clearly aren't comfortable with their team getting stoned. Or sorry, just mm-hmm. shelled every night. Um, so we're going to have a good goalie in regardless. Um, and if I'm, if I'm choosing one, I'm choosing Monty, you're going to get more return for Allen and Monty has a brighter future. He's going to hold his value longer than Allen. So well, if you got to hold on to an asset, I absolutely hold on to Mont- Montembeau. I think Jacob Fowler looks like he could be a really, I love Jacob Fowler. Player. We, we, ju- we touched on, him uh, when they, they dropped that, that video this year and he was like one of the highlighted guys. And I said, I'm sold on him. Um, I do love what you said about Montebo. Um, You know, I know that it costed us a chance at Bedar, but that being said, um, just like Allen, we're going to get assets for him. It might not be the best, but it'll probably be damn near really good for a goaltender. And whatever we receive from Montebo in the future we claimed him like he was a waiver pickup. Like, so whatever we get is going to be, it, it. it's a plus in any way. Him being great for us is a plus as someone we just grabbed. We gave him an opportunity and he's going to turn it around and either one, hold it down until Fowler or the next person comes along, or he'll be moved because he's playing lights out and we return something for him being stellar here. Either way, it's a win-win for us. Same thing with uh with Jake Allen. No, absolutely. I totally agree. I'm a big fan of the deal. And uh I'm I'm hopeful that we see something done here with Edmonton soon. Yeah, honestly. Uh did you say Cam Fowler's stats? Because they're they're ridiculous. 
I said Jacob Fowler stats. I'm sorry, Jesus. Uh, anyway, yeah, they're yeah. like 11, two and one right now. Um, I don't know if he'll be featured in it, but uh, Grinelli from Spitting Chicklets has that um, Chicklets University thing, and the next, the next, uh, they just did UMass. The next one they're doing is on BC. Um, he's already talked about doing the the challenge with Will Smith. I wonder if we get to see any of Jacob Fowler in that. Um, I guess for Habs fans, it's something to look forward to if he's in it at all. You know, yeah, that'd, so, be, that'd be really cool, right? Absolutely. So, um, I know we really didn't touch on Mitchell Stevens for get for for much of anything other than you know the the bad news for uh, New Hook, and I'll just be brief. But um, so far this season, he's uh, sixteen games, three goals, nine assists for twelve points with the Laval Rocket. Um, I don't know much about him. I just. Uh, I hope he he can continue his success at this level. Um, I don't know what else to say. I just really wanted to at least get his stats out there for people that, um, one, haven't seen this, and two, might not know much about him. I don't know if you know anything else. (laughs) Uh, No, no. That's fair. So we'll all get our our first looks (laughs) of Mitchell Stevens. Um, What's our next game? Oh, like I've seen Mitchell Stevens play. Mm Mm-hmm. I just I'm not a big I don't really watch Laval as much as I used to. I don't or Mitchell Stevens I like I think he played in Tampa. I okay. know he's been good for Laval. He got there last year. He's an AHL guy. He's an AHL scorer. He's a quality player. Um he's not an NHLer. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> you, that's you're fair. not getting at the only, yeah, we're, the we're only not getting other memorable thing. Yeah. The only other memorable thing I can tell you about him is I think he's from Peterborough. <laughs> Nice. I'll look it up quick. Nice. Uh, well, while he looks that up, next game is going to be tomorrow or today. As you guys are listening to this, we're going to be playing the Detroit Red Wings. Um, and then followed by uh, Monday night games, 730 Eastern, hopefully, uh, with the Seattle Kraken and Mason's favorite persons coming back uh, mm-hmm. with Metal Mondays. So, Mason, you have your update yet? Uh, yes, he is from – I was right on both. He, he is from Peterborough. He's, he's from Peterborough. Nice. So, I guess, isn't that where you're at right now? Maybe you guys can go out and watch his first game tomorrow. Yeah, I guess we'll be cheering him on from his hometown. Nice, nice. Um, You excited for Metal Mondays? Fuck no. <laughs> I hate that fucking blue. Why? Oh, come on, dude. I love the handlebars. Oh, he's so fucking stupid. <laughs> Hate that guy. Oh man, him and Yuppie are perfect. They're just both oh, awkwardly yeah. weird. Anyway, a match made in heaven for sure. Right. Um, I don't have anything else to say, Mason. I don't know if you have any other comments or topics you want to talk about. Um, but if you, uh, you no, I think truthfully, I think uh, it was always it was bound to be a shorter episode. Uh, not a lot of hockey played. Yeah. Um, between our last so. Yeah, I'm I'm excited with where what we could see um on the goaltending front there. Hopefully we can get a deal or maybe see something of those lines. Mm-hmm. But uh I'm excited to get back after for the next episode. We're gonna have a lot more stuff to talk about. Hopefully a trade. Absolutely. And, I do yeah. have one I have one more thing, Mason. I think I figured out what to do. Now uh, we're not supposed to say uh how to bet, 
but I'm just saying as a collective, if we all just put money down on Josh Anderson's first goal, let's say tomorrow, we all just hammer that shit because I feel like it's beyond his abilities. I feel like he's like being bogged down by uh, an, an un an unreal entity. So if we all just bet so much money on him, maybe it'll, it'll configure that and we'll get his first goal and everybody gets paid out. Um, if Personally, I had the money, I like, I, I like to keep my money. So <laughs> I can't say I'll be joining you on that front. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I just think if we all unite and put two cents down, we can, we can make Josh Anderson score. That's all I have. That's all I have. <laughs> well, thank you guys once again for us uh, on my list of the house night. We appreciate all your support, and uh, personally, looking forward to the next episode. We'll have a lot more to talk about. Uh, it'll be our hour long episode, so looking forward to that. And uh, see you guys next time. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.